Welcome to the LCAL a Low Carb Ancestral Living Podcast. I'm your host, Pim Johnson, and each week I'm bringing you new guests who will share their opinions and expertise on different topics related to health and well-being. Enjoy! Hi and welcome to LCAL Low Carb Ancestral Living with Pim Johnson. Today I have Cindy Cosley with me. She is a very, very brave woman and I can't even start imagine what it feels like to go through what she has been through in her life. Uh, she has suffered from severe mast cell disorder for over 34 years and once she finally uncovered what was actually going on, the reason f- for these reactions, she had to go through some very slow healing and she's still working on that and she's still having to deal with outbreaks and long periods of recovery time and I believe that she's sometimes is so bad that she has to stay in bed and I can't even imagine what that would be like and here we sit and complain about daily shit (laughs) basically so welcome to the show Cindy thank you so much for being here thank you Pim it's a pleasure to be on thanks for having me we had such a a good chat last week when we spoke before the interview and I feel like we could probably speak for hours but (laughs) we're gonna try not to do that yeah (laughs) there's so much you know you have so much knowledge and you have so much experience you have been going through a lot of things that we could just dig into but if we just start with kind of looking at you know let's start with your illness and mast cell activation syndrome what is that when did this start in your life and how did that impact your life when you were growing up okay Uh, so Essentially, what happened is that about at the age of 15, I just suddenly became allergic to everything. And for me, it all manifested as rashes. So I just suddenly got, you know, woke up with just rashes all over my body and, you know, found out through testing and, you know, doing going to all the doctors and doing all the background stuff that I was had become allergic to almost everything. And when I say that, I mean, most chemicals almost all all animal life, almost all plant life, and most foods. Um, and we just had to eliminate everything at first. And then over the years, I was slowly able to add something back in, but then I would suddenly become allergic to it again. And so literally for 34 years, even though I you know, raised a family, had three kids and raised, you know, went to school, got a degree and had a job and husband and all the busyness of the world. I was having one massive allergic reaction after another the whole time. And the way we kind of worked that through was when Cindy was down, the rest of the family would jump up. So Cindy's back in bed and then my family and my husband's family would jump in, take the kids, take care of them, get dinners going. And it kind of just became this regular routine. Uh, when my daughter was two, it was so bad. My doctor said, you should probably not be in California. And so we moved to Florida. I made some pretty big changes around this mast cell disorder, which at the time for all those years, I was just told it was allergies. And I literally kind of thought I just won the allergy lottery. You know, <laughs> I didn't think of myself as anything more than just unlucky with allergies and I've got to just live my life and stay positive. And in the meantime, I had also had some pretty big traumas as a child and I really thought I got away with those traumas. I didn't think they really affected me. 
And then about seven years ago, now um, my family, we all went, we're big water skiers and we went to the Delta and it was the first time we'd ever gone to the Delta, which is up in Northern California. And we went in swimming and my I was water skiing, having a blast. And within about six hours or so, my husband was taking me to the hospital and I had broken out in another one of the crazy rashes and um, went into my regular routine of, you know, taking the antibiotics and the different um, antihistamines and stuff to, and I couldn't take steroids by any by that point, because I had actually taken so many steroids over the years that I had become allergic to steroids. So the last two times that I had taken a steroid, I broke out in open sores all over my body. So at the hospital, I told them, you know, no steroids, just give me an antibiotic. And, and then I went back and I camped miserably for the next, you know, seven days of our trip. And I just kind of, that's how I live my life is, you know, just embracing life, but also suffering a lot. And then what happened is normally when I have an allergic reaction like that, my body just recovers from it after a few days in bed, sometimes up to a week or two. And this time I never fully recovered. Um, after the Delta trip, I suddenly was every single day, if somebody walked by me with perfume or if there was anything in my environment, even just remotely the the slightest smell would send me and trigger something to release in my a mast cell reaction in my body and that's when i started down this new healing journey and that's actually when i learned about mast cell activation syndrome so prior to this and excuse me cuz i'm going <laughs> to blow my nose real quick um, right. prior to this i um had always been told I had just allergies and we never even looked at a possible immune autoimmune disorder. And it was one of my doctors that says a new doctor that I had sought out said, have you ever been checked for a mast cell disorder and what a mast cell? And I know you had asked him what mast cells are. And basically mast cells are something in that we all have and they're under our skin and they're everywhere in our body. So if you were to get a, let's say a spider bite and it swelled up on your arm or your leg, that, those are your mast cells that are kind of creating that swelling. And it's really protecting you and protecting your, you, you know, basically saying, okay, this is going to, we're going to isolate this bug bite to right here. So it's a, it's a protective measure. The mast cells use to help protect and, and stop the spreading of an allergic reaction. But people with too many mast cells, um, and there's different types. So there's people that have too many mast cells and then people that have overreactive mast cells. So I don't have too many in my body. I have overreactive. And they, so they react to everything um, that an average person would be fine with. You know, I've never been able to touch an animal, any kind of an animal other than an amphibian, um, without having a reaction on my skin and like in my eyes and my nose and you know that's just one aspect of it not including anything else that all the other allergic reactions and it's all because it just activates my mast cells and again for me mostly manifested in skin disorders or skin rashes also with the drippy eyes and runny nose um so what i did six years seven years ago is i started seeking out a different path and a different way to go. And I decided I needed to look at doing it 
like not going down necessarily the whole Western medicine route like I had been. And so I sought out a functional doctor and I went to find him and I, I literally was in a place that I had to sleep every four hours because my adrenal glands were so shot that I, I was barely producing cortisol. And so for the first year, it really was just trying to calm my system enough to get it to where I wasn't reacting to everything I ate, everything that was around me. I barely left the house. My husband brought in the groceries and I let, literally just had to kind of have a reset of my body. And after that, I started down this healing journey where my doctor told me to start a process called NAET. And that has been one week at a time. I do a desensitization process and I'm desensitizing my body to a different, like, like the last week we did my, actually my, um, um, lungs and my kidneys and then also bacteria. Cause I have a little bit of a bacterial infection from scratching. So we're just constantly desensitizing and managing the symptoms as I'm having them. There's, it's so much better than it's ever been. And I'm pretty close to being asymptomatic I'm very excited about that, but it has been a long journey. That was a lot that I just said, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how long have you been doing the NAET treatment? I have been doing NAET for about four years now. And Mm. uh, it started where we had to first focus on the trauma. So I had mentioned earlier that I had had some trauma as a child and never really connected the two and never thought never once did I think that I it affected it was part of my allergies or would you know it was related to my allergies even though at age 15 so basically at age six I was molested um, and then at age 14 I was group molested I woke up um, naked in a forest and was had four or five guys on top of me. And then at age 15, I was raped. And then at age 15 is when I started becoming allergic to everything. But for some reason, I still never tied those two together. I was in therapy. I was doing well. I, um, and I, I was emotionally happy and positive and had a good outlook on life and just kind of thought that those traumas, I didn't actually know about the six year trauma and six year old trauma until a few years ago. But the 14 and 15 year old, I really thought I had just kind of gotten away with with it. And uh, it was at the beginning of this journey that I realized that actually all of my allergic reactions were caused from trauma. So my body basically said, I'm going to protect you by keeping you away from everything and making you allergic to everything. And uh, so I've approached this healing journey in a completely different way than I ever have. And this time around, and it has worked because what I did was heal those underlying reactions, the underlying reasons behind my allergic reactions, which is the trauma. Just amazing. <laughs> as a, you know, as a biomedical yeah. scientist, that's not even when you, when you train for that, you, they wouldn't even think about it. That's not something that you hear about. You just hear about the mast cells, things can go wrong, you know, overactive immune systems, treat everything with medications and, you know, what happens when you get open source from from the medication, then you're going to suffer. So that's that's crazy. And yeah, I, I just find this all really fascinating 
that something like a trauma can cause a severe autoimmune disorder or um, you know a mast cell activation or probably a lot of other things because I'm often talking to people and when we think about trauma we think about things that you do to yourself to sabotage for yourself so you get addicted to things yeah. whether that be food or something else but this is a whole new level for me so uh, I'm so grateful that you're here and that you're yeah. able to talk about this because it's it kind of blows my mind I'm like this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thank you for allowing me the space to be able to share it. Because it, I mean, if you would have told me 10 years ago, I'd be talking about this, I would have thought you were crazy. Because I didn't know so much of what I understand now, which is that link between the trauma and the allergic reactions. And, you know, basically what happened is anything that was in my surroundings during all three of the traumas is what I had become allergic to. So any of the foods that were in my digestive system um, the grasses, the trees, the, the air temperature, uh, the flooring. So uh, what happened is I did NAET for about a year and a half, a year to a year and a half, and we healed the 14-year-old trauma and the 15-year-old trauma. And then my NAET doctor said, you have one more. And I said, no, I don't. And he said, yes, you do. And I said, no, I don't. I'm great. I had a great childhood. He said it was from when I was young. And I said, I had a great childhood. I, I don't have any more traumas. And then a year later, we did the NAET and I got really strong. I was traveling. I wasn't having reactions. I was doing really, really well. I was back to work full time. I had a company, my own company, and I was able to re-engage and start working again for my company. And I surprised my daughter and I went to her house for Mother's Day and my grandson was turning six the next following month. And I kept saying, Maverick, I can't believe you're going to be six years old. You're just so big. Where did the time go? And when I got back from that trip, the next day, I suddenly broke out in a rash, literally from my, you know, the, my neck down to my toes, down to my feet. And it was one of the worst rashes I've ever had in all the years of having the rashes. And it took us several months to figure out what it was. And it turned out to be a trauma that my body was pushing out. And when I heard that, I went back to that doctor and I said, Dr. Gary, remember you told me I had another trauma and that I needed to process and I had told you no. And he hadn't remembered that. But then we did some, so with NAET, we use muscle testing to ask questions of your body. And your body knows all the answers. It knows everything you need and everything that's good for you. And so, and everything that's gone on. And so with muscle testing, we were able to find out that it was indeed a trauma from age six. And we even narrowed it down to the person. And it made no sense to me. I walked away from that doctor's appointment thinking, this makes no sense. I, I can't even process this. How is this possible? I didn't feel anything. I didn't have any memories of it. And so I went home and I, I looked up the gentleman that we had determined who it was. And the second I saw his face, so he had passed away, but I was able to see his face on, um, on my, you know, on the, in his obituary. And the second I saw his face, I started trembling and my whole body actually started um, doing just, I was, I just was, uncon had uncontrollable tremors and body movements for about 45 minutes sitting on my bed. And I knew at that moment that he had hurt me. 
And so then with NAET, we were able to clear out, and it took us about seven months total to clear out that trauma and to release all the pain and the suffering. And and right down to, you know, after he abused me, he beat me up, sort of. He, 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 I was running from him and he grabbed my arm and he injured my arm. And I woke up with bruises all down my arm and water on my elbow the following day after having that memory triggered. And so our cells hold on to everything that happens to us, good and bad, right? And if we don't process it, if we don't heal it, our body finds a way to to basically manage it, to protect ourselves. And for me, it was all through these allergic reactions. So, you know, now I, I talk to people all the time and say, you know, your allergic reaction is not just your body saying, oh, I don't like this. It, we've got to look at what's the underlying rea- rea- you know, response behind, the underlying reason behind your allergic reaction. And that's what's key. Because we don't just suddenly become allergic to something. There's a reason behind it. And often it's, most often it's stress or trauma. Sometimes it is, um, you know, a, something that's come in through a, your genes, right? Sometimes it's carried on from other family members. So not all illness is related to trauma and, and stress, but a, a good percentage of them are. And this isn't, this isn't just about allergies, right? Our, everybody's body handles things different. Depression, anxiety. Most people that go through what I went through as a child, the, the type of trauma that I went through as a child, most people end up you know, masking it with drugs and alcohol or depressed and having serious anxiety. I never experienced any of that. I've always been happy, joyful, grateful for my life, grateful that this is all I have, you know, and now I recognize that 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 was my body's way of expressing anxiety, right? And when I get anxious now, I start itching like crazy or I'll break out in a rash. Because my body, I don't know how to feel feelings. I'm learning now. I'm reteaching myself how to actually feel the feelings instead of have it come out as a physical reaction, which is how my body has always done it all these years. So there's a question. How do you pro? How how, how do you process a trauma? You said it takes a very very long time. Like where do you start, and how do you move through that? If you want to talk about that. Sure. Yeah, there's many steps to it. <laughs> there's this is not an overnight process. You know, when you choose to heal your life, it's an ongoing everyday process. You know, those those traumas still exist in my past, right? They're not something that is that just goes away. But how our body responds to them is what's key. And there's a lot of different modalities out there that you can use to heal trauma. When your trauma is is connected to allergies, NAET is a really great fit, especially. And I actually think NAET could work for even depression and anxiety. Um, but because what NAET does is it it looks at the trauma that happened in your body and the emotions behind it and the energy of where that's in your body that where it's doing the damage. So it could be like like I said last week I was desensitized for my lungs and my kidneys because they're not functioning at optimal level. Now in the past we used to desensitize to all like if it was a trauma we would actually um you know say let's say it was um sperm would be one of them, right? Because that's something that was touching me. 
Um, we had to desensitize to mast cells, to the ener- the emotions around that. So it would be anger, it would be fear. So all these different things are coming together. The physical, the emotional, the spiritual, or the energetic, I should say, are all being worked on together to heal that trauma in my body. And that's the approach that I took. There's also programs called EMDR, which is a great way to desensitize it. It's kind of retraining the brain and the body reaction to the trauma. Because what we have to, what we get to do is stop the triggers, right? Change the story in our mind where for me, let's say humidity was one. You know, because I was group molested in Georgia, it was very humid in Georgia. So anytime I went into any kind of a humid environment, I would have these big allergic reactions. And so what we had to do was desensitize the trauma and the humidity and the emotions behind the trauma. And that's how we did it through NAET. But there are several modalities. It's just finding the best one that's the right fit for you and understanding what's happening in your body. How is it affecting me? Is it affecting me with emotional, more emotions? Is it affecting me more physically? You know, and then looking at the modalities that are going to be the best fit for you. So you have discovered quite a few different traumas and other things going on. Does it ever, you know, does it... The treatment ever get more efficient or do you have to be as patient with every single thing does everything take as long to solve i would say with me what happened is i went so many years with unresolved like not even at all facing those traumas and then through life right life happens and things happen i lost my father um i you know when i moved away that was very traumatic because i was trying to get closer to her biological father since i couldn't be in california with my, with my daughter's biological father since i couldn't be in california with my kids and then that didn't work out so that added more trauma i got fired from a job once that added more trauma so over the years i had this build up of more and more and more trauma where when we if you can start it early and heal things as they come along And as you're going through life, you know, life carries hardships, right? Like things happen. My father passed away. I was 24 years old. That was very traumatic. Had I dealt with those emotions, had I worked through them and healed them and done some sort of a, you know, um, trauma response or, you know, modality like program then, I wouldn't have had that still in my body. Does that make sense? So I think the reason it's taken me so long is because I just never looked at any of this. I just kept moving forward and moving forward and moving forward, ignoring anything bad. It's almost like that toxic positivity that they talk about, right? We, I never even knew how to feel a feeling because that was bad, the negative feeling about myself. I still am practicing that. Like I said earlier, I'm still ha- getting to learn that process. Um, I went to my brother's once. This is a good example. I went to my brother's once a few years ago. And my son was there and my husband was there. And when I stay at my brother's, I have to stay in his motorhome because he has dogs and cats in his house. So they keep their motorhome free of animals for me to come visit. So I was in the motorhome, but that, and normally we all hang out in the backyard and um, we all hang out in the backyard and it's all fine. But that weekend it was pouring rain. It was freezing cold. It was the Dodger playoffs. And then there was some big football thing going on too. So everybody was inside. 
And so I just stayed in the motorhome all weekend. And, you know, they'd come and check on me. How are you doing? And I was just pretending. I'm fine. I'm reading a book. I'm great. I'm fine. And when I came back, I was sitting with my therapist at the time. And she's a spiritual healer and a therapist um, that works with me. And she said, are you ready to get in touch with that sadness? And I said, what sadness? She goes, you're so sad about this. I said, no, I'm not. I didn't feel sad because I didn't know how to even feel that. I had blocked it for so long. And so instantly I started scratching. As soon as I started saying that, talking about sadness, I started just tearing apart my skin and my face and rubbing. I take a blanket or a towel and I rub my face. That's what I used to do. She goes, okay, calm down. She calms me down. And so she asks, she lays me down on a table and she says, I'd like you to talk to your sadness and just say, hello, sadness. And that was literally the first time I'd ever felt truly, I mean, I felt sadness when my dad died, but truly just allowing myself to just feel something that I really had believed I wasn't sad over that I was fine with. And it was so powerful. And now I do it all the time. Like, what do you want? What what do you want me to know? What do you want to hear? You know, when I feel something, when I'm feeling an allergic reaction, come on, I now sit down and ask my body, what do you want me to know? Because anything that's going on in our body, that's of dis-ease is really just our body shouting shouting at us, trying to tell us something. And it wants us to heal. It wants us to listen. It wants us to know what the pain is and to face it. And I think as humans, we don't really like that, that uncomfortable feeling of, you know, being sad or angry or mad. And so instead we shove it in and shove it in and shove it in. And that's what I did. And it did not serve me. It, I mean, I look back at all those years when all I could have done was healed those traumas and I wouldn't have to suffer so much. It's a, it's a lot to absorb, but I'm just happy that I've learned yeah. it now and I'm doing it now, you know? God, yeah. I know that you are helping people with at least part of this journey. So do you want to just talk us through a little bit like what it is that you do? and what it is that you don't do, <laughs> and how you help people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I would love to. I work with individuals that have severe allergies or chronic allergies, and they don't even have to be severe, just if, if it's affecting their life in any way and making it so that they're not able to live their best life, then they can come to me. And I, I have a program called The Seed, and we grow together and we work together to help them look at the underlying reasons behind their allergic reactions and really start to face some of those things that that we've you know been ignoring and learn and I teach my clients how to listen to their bodies you know I am not a doctor I will help them find the right modalities and the right doctors for them because I think it's so important to have a, a full medical team, especially when you have something as, as severe as what I had. You know, my medical team or my team, I should say, com, you know, consisted of a hypnotherapist, a spiritual healer, um, a MD, so my regular MD, but I sought out a functional MD that also understood and agreed with holistic medicine. And he's the one that told me to go to to start NAET. Then I have my NAET practitioner and I have like the people that are helping with exercise and things like that. So it takes a team. And so I help my clients find the right team for them, depending on the level of their 
you know, struggles and how severe their allergic reactions are. But the most important thing is really learning to change the mindset. You know, when I, seven years ago, I, I can look back now and realize I lived in complete fear. Every time I walked outside my door, I worried about who I was going to run into that might be wearing perfume or what kind of chemical did somebody use in a grocery store to clean that was going to maybe set off my allergic reaction. And I lived in this constant space of thinking of the negative things that could happen to me rather than think knowing I'm safe and beginning to learn and trust that I'm safe and retrain my whole thought process about my, you know, paradigm in this world and who I am. And, and, you know, I'm not just this girl that was meant to be allergic to everything my whole life. And so I help my clients really look at who are you meant to be in this world and let's get there, right? Let's go to that place and let's slowly heal everything that's getting you in the way of you becoming that person. And um, so that's kind of a, a really, you know, overview of what I do with them. But it's mostly about helping them get really in tune with their body and, 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 and being able to listen and understand the messages that their bodies are giving them and retraining that mindset of who they are in this world. That's awesome. So what, what does the typical um, session with you look like? What do you do with them? So my seed program is um, separate from my one-on-one coaching. So I do I have two different things. So the seed program allows individuals at a very you know minimal price to um, have a course that I created that they have access to weekly curriculum. So it's basically saying, all right, we're going to start retraining your thought process. We're going to start having you look at life from a completely different perspective. And we're going to give you the tools to find the right modalities and, and, and really start looking at what's what you can do different to help heal your allergic reactions and how you can find out what's actually causing your allergic reactions with that curriculum also includes, I get on a live webinar every other week and we um, talk and I answer questions and I guide and mentor all the individuals in the seed program. And I'm constantly sending information to um, the individuals too. This is a brand new program I'm just starting. So I'm really excited about it because uh, my members are super excited to have an ongoing tool full of information to help support them in um, their healing journey. One-on-one, what I do is work with them a little more closer at what's their specific unique situation. And we dive really deep into their past Because if we're not willing to look at our past and heal our past, we're not going to be able to move forward. So I am not a trauma therapist. Um, If I feel that the trauma that they've um, undergone, such as my trauma, is severe enough, then we'll find the right person to help them to work through the actual trauma release. Um, But I'm going to help them look at all other areas of their life. For me to heal, I healed everything. So I, you know, I changed everything about my life. We moved to a different location. We, uh, my husband, I say we, cause my husband and I, we moved to the beach so we could have this beautiful beach life. We found, fa- I found what I love, which is kayaking and we have a boat and I 
went down to part-time work. Actually, for a long time, I wasn't working at all. Um, and so I look when I'm looking at other people and what they need to heal in their lives, you know, we don't recognize the level of stress that's in our lives sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's that stress that triggers the constant allergic reactions. So, you know, when you're under high stress, your body is releasing cortisol, which releases histamines. So our allergic reactions are much more are magnified when we're under stress. So one of the first things I do with my clients, well, the very first thing I do with my clients is help them look at what do they really want? Because if we don't have a vision, if we don't know what we want different and what we, what we see for ourselves, then we have nowhere to go. So we first look at that and then we put that aside. We decide what we want and then we put that aside and we just sit in the, where are we at right now? right? This is where we want to be. This is where we're at. Now let's start implementing little steps at a time to move from that place of where we're at to where we want to be. And it looks very different for every client because every client has a full, you know, completely different life, a different situation, right? Different past, different triggers, different stressors. Um, But you know, most of my clients, I, I would have to say all of my clients that are super successful in this program are are willing to take steps and really make some lifestyle changes. And that's the most important thing. And that's where it becomes such an honor for me, because I did that for myself, and it paid off. And so to be able to help others do that is really rewarding as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's I mean, that, that applies to any area of your life, <laughs> literally. Every Sometimes area. we're only willing to suffer and take action for a week, and we think we should have the results, but that's not how it works. <laughs> well, and that's, that's one of the biggest challenges when we choose to heal is, you know, we look at time as I need a quick fix, right? I, I need, I got to move on. I've got to get back to my life. And the reality is if we truly want to heal on a deeper level, it's not mm-hmm. going to be an overnight process. It's a journey. And that's why my seed program is so beneficial because, you know, people, my clients will have a few sessions with me and then move into the seed program where they can go long term and not, you know, be spending quite as much money as they are with one on one with me. But the first thing they have to realize is you have choices. You can go and take that pill that's going to help alleviate this allergic reaction or you can be willing to put in the work to figure out what's causing that allergic reaction in the first place and heal that. And not everybody's ready for that. And I, I understand that. I appreciate that. But the reality is, is, you know, if you truly want to heal and live your best life and be free from these allergic reactions and learn how to manage your stress, you know, I know now when I'm stressed and I used to not, I, I had no idea I was even stressed because my body was constantly in fight or flight all the time. And I think that so many individuals live that way. You know, and unfortunately, when it comes to allergic reactions, so many people just think, well, it's just an allergic reaction. But really, it's not just an allergic reaction. It's your body screaming at you, saying, look at me, listen to me, feel me, heal me, right? And they don't see it that way. I didn't see it that way. I just was like, oh, here's another allergic reaction. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to sleep. And then I'm going to get well and I'm going to move on. Right. And one allergic reaction is one thing. But when you have multiple allergic reaction after another, after another, it's doing a lot of damage inside your body. And we don't see that as much. Right. Yeah. You don't feel that until you get to that point that I was at where I was almost dying. 
So at the at the point that my body would no longer um, that I was having one allergic after, reaction after another, my liver and my kidneys were shutting down. You know, my doctor told me I had the a liver of a um, end stage alcoholic, and I don't drink. I'm, I was allergic to alcohol, and it's because one because of all the medications I had taken over the years, but also because in two of my traumas I was drunk. So we at NAAT we got to heal and clear the reaction in my body to alcohol because my body, you know, basically kind of took that took alcohol as a symbol of trauma and became yeah. afraid of it, you know. And so once we cleared that, my liver was perfectly fine again. My enzymes went back to normal. So there's just so much to heal, so many little aspects to think about when you're looking at your traumas that you just have to do them one step at a time. And you got to be willing to commit to yourself. You know, everybody, oh, as humans, we are so good at taking care of everybody else but us. And yep. uh, especially, you know, women, we tend to really cater to everyone else but us. But it's time, you know, for those that are suffering from severe allergic reactions and from mast cell disorders, it's time to choose you, you know. And that's what I help them see is that they're just as important. And they get to choose them so that they can go on and, and do what they're meant to do and bring the gifts that they're meant to bring into the world. Yeah, and you told me when we spoke before, you told me a few stories of how how you get, I mean, you, you did mention a few now, but a few stories about how you get specific rashes or breakouts at specific places on your body that are yeah. kind of giving you a clue about the trauma. Do you want to talk about one of those? It's, I just find that so fascinating. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, I had one recently where... I was talking to my daughter and she, her, my grandbaby, who is four years old, she has twin four-year-olds and she was having a mother-daughter day. And she, uh, as I was talking to her, they were having a mother-daughter day, like I mentioned, and I was hearing that and something triggered in me. I could feel it right away. And I could feel this burning that started in between the thighs and between my legs. So both sides of my legs in the, in my inner thighs. And as the conversation went on, the burning got more and more and more stronger and stronger and stronger. And then I, when I hung up the phone, I looked down, I had a full rash all in my thighs with the burning sensation. And in the past, I would have thought, oh, Benadryl, right? I got it. I had an allergic reaction to something, maybe something in my clothes or whatever. But what I know now is that it's my body telling me something. So I sat in meditation and I asked, you know, what do you want me to know? And I suddenly saw my daughter at birth. So I have three kids, but I only birthed one because my husband has two and they're all my kids, but, um, I, she's the one that I birthed. So I, when she came out, I, I, I like saw, it was like, I was right back in there and I just grabbed her and I held her in my arms and I cried and cried and cried. And then I went into this, um, kind of overview of seeing all the times that I felt like I didn't have with her. Because I had a busy life. I was My sister raised her a lot because I was working so much as a single mom. And I had all these allergic reactions. And so, you know, my sister and her family were a very important aspect in her life. But I got to see how much I felt like I actually missed out. And I never felt that. I never really thought that was happening during that time. Um, but that's what my body was trying to tell me, that I've been feeling this all these years. And then 
I even felt the, you know, the the missing of her when I, with the other two kids coming into my life and how busy I was raising all three of them and what I missed out on with Caitlin. And, and I got to experience all that. And I just let, I've learned to just let it flow. Whatever's coming to me, I just let it flow. And then I went and I was journaling and I realized, okay, there's a little bit more. And I went back in and I, into meditation and I just really got to see how much during this healing session, because she has an eight-year-old and four-year-old twins, how much I feel like I've missed out on her life and being there for them because I've been so sick, I haven't been able to go to Washington to visit with them. So I saw all this and I processed it and I cried and I cried and I cried. And then all of a sudden it unlocked these memories of all the time that we did have together. And I just got flooded with all this special moments that I had with my daughter that I had kind of just blocked and forgotten about. And it was so special. And I just, you know, this was probably all in about an hour and a half or so that this all happened. And once I stopped and I stopped the crying and I just calmed down and I just got to take a deep breath and appreciate and love and respect the whole process, I looked down and there's no pain and no rash. It was all gone out of my legs. So that's just one small example of many, many, many that have happened over the last six years of me throughout this healing journey. And I always know when it's time to heal something because my body shows me just like that. And the reality is our bodies are always trying to show us we're just not listening. So I love that I get to help people learn how to listen to their bodies uh, because they're pretty spectacular. Our, you know, our bodies are brilliant and they, it knows exactly what we need, exactly what we're feeling. It's just pausing long enough and going in quiet long enough to really shut ourselves down and listen. And that's a gift I've learned to give myself. And I love being able to help, you know, give other people that gift too, because once you learn to do it, you never want to stop. So, yeah. and then yeah. I had mentioned earlier, just going to the, you know, to, I think I had mentioned I went to USC. Maybe I didn't. I think that was another podcast actually, but I just three weeks ago, I went to USC and I was perfectly fine. I had no rashes, but I was so nervous about going that I broke out in a rash from head to toe. And I, when I got there, she's like, you are a very sick woman. And I know I'm not. But I was in that moment because my body, like the anxiety, that's how I express anxiety. And, you know, her solution for me was a pill, a, a shot that I go to USC and take every other week um, for the rest of my life, pretty much. She said a very long time. I, so I'm assuming that's the rest of my life or light therapy that can cause cancer. And I said, well, I already have had skin cancer. And she says, we just want to focus on quality of life at this point. So I don't <laughs> want to put them down because... They have a brilliant mast cell program, but that is what I faced just three weeks ago, and I'm so healthy. But my body put up this wall of fear and just, I, I mean, if you would have seen me, it was crazy. It was a, And then a day and a half later, it was gone because I was able to sit down and tell my body I'm safe. It's fine. I'm not going to do those. You know, it was all about me feeling like I was worrying, stressing out about having to take something or another medication or something. So, yeah. I was able to calm it down pretty quickly where it used to take me weeks to get rid of a rash like that. And now I got, I was able to get rid of it in a day and a half. So those are the kind of things that happen to me now that I teach other people how to listen to and how to, you know, how to manage in their own body. It takes practice. You know, it's like anything in life. It's a, becomes a lifestyle change, a commitment to yourself and lots of practice. Yep. Sure. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. 
So before we are wrapping this up, is there anything that you want to say to anyone who uh, having like idiopathic <laughs> uh, allergies, they can't really figure it out or just general advice that you want to share? Or do you have, have you said everything? Yeah, I, I think, no, I'm glad you're asking that because I think an important thing to consider is the name of what you've been diagnosed with does not matter. It matters. I don't want to, I don't want to degrade it, right? It's not that it doesn't matter, yeah. but it can flip your mind upside down, right? So when I first was told that I may have mastocytosis, which is not what I ended up having, but it's what the doctors were thinking I had at first. When you read about that, it's a death sentence. It's horrific, right? When you look at the at what happens over time with mastocytosis. When I went to my MD, who's a functional doctor, I said, I need to know if I have this or not. He goes, why? He says, why does it matter what you need? What you, why do you want to label yourself? Because that's what your head will tell you you have. He said, I'd like you to stop saying I have allergies. I'd like you to stop saying, you know, I have constant allergic reactions he goes because you're claiming it so it when i when i say you know when you're asking like what you know advice do i have it's really look at how we're trained how we're talking to ourselves because i realized in that moment i don't need to know what i have i just need to know how i'm going to get better i just yeah. need to focus on what i'm going to do to get better i'm i'm you know he's checking my labs every quarter so it's not like we're not still paying attention to what's going on in my body. We're monitoring everything very carefully, yet everything we're, we've been doing to heal it has been all natural. I am off most of my meds. I take, you know, an antihistamine, you know, Benadryl, you know, once every couple months now, do I need one? Wow. Um, and I do a holistic, um, you know, a homeopathic allergy med every morning. So I still do need that, but it's a homeopathic. And I'm just in a completely different place. And it's all because I chose to get out of that mindset of this is how I'm stuck. This is what I'm stuck with. And I was willing to look at what's possible for me instead of what I thought I had. It's like, let's look at what's possible. And that's what I say to your clients. If you have, you know, if your listeners, if you have something that there's just, these doctors don't understand it. And there's very little known about mast cell disorders as it is. It's a very new, newer disorder. And so, you know, the mainstream doctors, your, your MDs don't know about it very much. So that's why I went 34 years without ever being asked or being looked at. And my doctor, like he worked with me, he loved me and I love him. But never once did he say, oh, you know, you might want to look at mast cell disorder. So, you know, look into what you have, but don't get caught up in what you have. Get caught up yeah. in what you can and trusting the process and knowing that there are answers and that you can heal this and that you can be, you can thrive. You don't have to be somebody that's having these chronic allergic reactions the rest of your life. It is possible. You just know that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story. I think it's really important that people hear this because um, I've had allergies since I was 12. and. Um, I don't seem to get rid of them. They're not, they're not destroying my life, but they're always there. So something I probably need to look into. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I think we get caught up in that. Like you said, it's not destroying your life, yet it is interrupting our lives, right? Mm. And so 
we get comfortable, we get okay, we settle for that interruption. And you don't have to. You don't have to. For sure. And for those of you who want to get in contact with Cindy, we are going to put all the links that you need down in the show notes. So just go down, head over there, click the links, join her program if you need to, or contact her if you want to work with her one-on-one. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pim, for having me. And I appreciate this time. Thanks for listening to the Elcal podcast. If you like the show and you want to support the show, you can do so by sharing it with anyone who you think may benefit from listening to it. Or if you're so inclined, you can make a donation over at PayPal or at Patreon and you will find the links in the description. Have an awesome day.